you're listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast, hosted by Zach Bechtold and Matt Franks. If you'd like to learn more about the Bearded Theologians, you can go online at beardedtheologians.com, where we have past podcasts, blogs, and a couple items for sale. So check us out, beardedtheologians.com. Thank you for listening, and enjoy this week's show. You're listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast, hosted by Matt Franks and Zach Bechtold. So um, we're going to kick off a special series, and we have no clue how long we're going to go on this. Um, We know we won't go full 28 weeks unless we are led by the Holy Spirit um, to do so, but um, we're going to look through the book of Acts. And so I'm going to let Zach uh, introduce the the series here, and we'll we'll kick off. Well, I don't know how much more you want to say other than we're going to go through the book of Acts. Um, no, what, what Matt and I wanted to do was take take this time uh, where we often kind of kind of hang out in limbo through this Pentecost season or, or this Easter season waiting to, to Pentecost, um, but take this time to actually dig into the, to the book of Acts rather than starting with the early church and resurrection and Pentecost and then skipping all the way to Paul and missing all the in-between stuff and then uh, really um, skipping Paul's conversion and then just going into Paul's letters. It's often what we do, whether it's through the lectionary or if it's just through the storytelling or just what our general knowledge of um, this book is. Uh, that that's just kind of what we do uh, for you know reasons. And uh, Matt and I wanted to just take some time to kind of pluck through the Book of Acts. And one of the things that I love about it is is acts and and the gospel of luke are are connected and and just kind of have this running um theme throughout and i i i love that connection into the gospels instead of just having a separated out here's a new thing going on and and for me that helps me pull out into here's here's where we came from here's where we're going and now here's where we're continuing on and so Acts chapter one is kind of going to be our focus today because there's there's quite a bit there. There's quite a bit in Acts two, which we'll focus on this next week, and then we'll kind of pluck around through um, through the stories and the action actions, the stories and the the things that go on throughout the rest of the book. And so, um, Matt, when you when you sit down and take um, Acts chapter one in, what what really sticks out to you there? I always get tickled by like the Luke Acts. Like I really would, if there's one time I would love to go back in time and tell people how to do things, this would be one of those situations when they're, when they're constructing the order of the Bible, they got it wrong. (laughs) It should be John, Mark, Matthew, Luke, Acts. Right. And then Paul's crap. (laughs) Like, (laughs) like, like I really like, cause it's hard to read the book of Acts or the book of Luke, and then you gotta like dredge through John. Like if you're reading it straight through, you gotta dredge right. through John to get to his second book. And that's right. not the way that this was intended. This was intended to be a continuous story from his previous work to the new work. And and so he kind of hits the highlights. Hey, remember this guy named Jesus? Like he did all these things and he was resurrected and he was taken up by the Holy Spirit. And and we find that. Um, it's kind of like this setting of a story where like, you know, like, okay, so here's like, it would be the Star Wars credits, like the first couple of lines of the Star Wars credits. And then it's like this descending scene of what's happening now. And they're like, we find the disciples trying to figure out what to do next. And, you know, this is just, I, I don't know, I, it's kind of the way I envision it. Uh, what about you? 
Uh, never envision it with Star Wars because that's not a thing I envision. <laughs> uh, <laughs> maybe the Marvel credits, right? Um, with the disciples going through Jesus. <laughs> Anyways, uh, <laughs> no, I, I like that. It, and I, I agree with, with your idea of it, it's just it when you have to go from Matthew, Mark, Luke, and then into John and then back into something Luke wrote, it's like, oh, we're back here again. Uh, <laughs> But no, I, I, I really, I just appreciate the sense of here's, there's kind of that recap real quick. Here's where we've been and, and here's where we are now and, and truly living into that what now? Um, because, I mean, everything that we read throughout the Gospels, it just ends kind of with the disciples going, oh, okay, <laughs> Jesus has said all these things. He, he came back, he said these things, and now he's gone again. Now, now what? do we go back to the upper room? Do we, do we just go back about our daily lives? I mean, he said, go and do these things, but how, why, when, where, all in, in, and I love this about acts as you have Peter going, okay, uh, let's gather everybody up and, and let's just go try to do the thing, uh, that we need to do. And it's really functional in acts chapter one, you, you kind of have the retelling with Jesus and uh, they go back to the place they know. They go back to Jerusalem. Uh, they go back to what is what is familiar and kind of regroup there. And then they do the really functional act of replacing Judas, um, which, which is really maybe the most, for me, the most interesting thing here is they take the time to replace this guy um, because they've there's for I, I would assume for them there's something missing. They they've been traveling around with each other. Um, Judas having all of the issues Judas had, uh, and the the way his life ends, there's still that gap, and they bring, um, they they replace him. And I think that's really interesting that they took the time to do that. Well, it's like any church committee. Like, hey, we've lost somebody. We got to fill this position. <laughs> And so could you right. imagine if we... I would love, I would love if there was commentary from Andrew going, why? Yeah. <laughs> we have we, enough. We, we've got, we've got 11 now, like, and we've got all these other people. Like, can right. we just like, let's just work this way. Like it'll we, be fine. we have an odd number voting works out now. <laughs> but I always find the story of Judas's death in mm -hmm. this telling mm -hmm. a, a little bit more interesting and this was fun to do with youth groups. So you'd have them read in the gospels and then like, all right, so now go to Acts and read what happened, like read. Um, and it's always kind of, it's just an interesting, um, all really graphic uh, oh, yeah. telling of the story. Um, and, and yet like they knew they needed to replace him. And so they, you know, they did the right things. They prayed, they, they nominated, you know, and they nominated to, um, you know, Joseph called, um, uh, and then Joseph and Justice, and, um, you know, they just, um, they figure out who, like, I mean, could you imagine if you chose by lots, um, if, if, like, that's, you know, if that's how we did our committee work, <laughs> like, hey, we've got these names, mm -hmm. let's, let's, um, let's throw our seven-sided die and see what we get. Right. No, and, and that's, I don't know, there's probably a lot there in the sense of, who, who and why, and why cast lots? Because <laughs> that's not what they, 
that's not i'd venture to say that's not what uh jesus did um but when we're choosing committees we often don't act like jesus so uh that is an interesting point so so are you going to start coming into your nominations committee and saying all right so i've got my dice here are the mm -hmm. people here's the yahtzee board mm -hmm. yahtzee 100 <laughs> all right because it's biblical that's what, that's what we do anyways um it's usually just a dark board but <laughs> well but, and and i think that this is like the idea of setting us up how do we move on like mm -hmm. so we have this event jesus we see jesus ascend and like obviously that that's powerful but not even the fact that jesus is like resurrected and like we're still like i mean i can only imagine the um i don't even have a word for it how i would feel if i were experiencing all this like i think that it would be um i would have to sit um, and, and so that really does lead us into the next chapter of why they're sitting. There's a reason. I, I really do believe there's a reason why they're sitting in the upper room because they've mm -hmm. been through so much in such a little time that sitting somewhere in an upper room with a group of people made, it was group therapy. Right. Well, well, and we probably are able to kind of embody this type of grief and change and not knowing what to do better now than at least ever in our lifetimes with going going through uh, the last year in the pandemic and, and trying to grasp onto the things that are normal, uh, the things, and I use normal loosely, um, but the things that bring us comfort, the things that kind of ground us so that we can move forward. Um, and, and I think that's what I appreciate about this is, yeah, they go back to Jerusalem. Yeah, they, they fill this spot that may or may not need to be filled, right? But they're, they're trying to bring that sense of calm, some sense of rationality, because they've been through a lot, like you said. They're, they're grieving in some ways. They're trying to figure it out in some ways. And they're, they're trying to grasp anything, at least in my, my mind, they're trying to grasp onto anything that will bring them some sort of centering and grounding so that they can then move forward rather than just stay where they are, right? Because they know they've been promised this Holy Spirit, right? So they know something's coming. They just don't know when, where, why, or how, or maybe they know why, but um, it's just kind of that preparation, that nesting, if you will. Well, and I think that the, so I'm preaching a whole, uh, I'm preaching a whole series on the Holy Spirit in the book of Acts, um, unintentionally not what we were trying, like not what we're trying to do, but I'm mm -hmm. starting in a different place this week. Um, but it got me wondering that so the Holy Spirit is with with Jesus, and he tells them that there's going to be something with them. Maybe that spirit was with them the whole time. They just hadn't recognized it yet. Right. And so how do we, like in these times that we're in these in-between times, because this is an in-between time, and we're in an in-between time right now. Like all of our churches are an in-between time now before we move on to what the next thing will be. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, we, we're in that in-between time before summer, we're in that in-between time as we come back from COVID, we're in that in-between time from a, a new administration, we're in the in-between time uh, for our denomination, like, I mean, we're in this like huge, like big in-between time. So mm -hmm. what do we do? Sit and pray. Mm -hmm. There's some power to that. And it's, and it's opening ourselves up to the Spirit of God to lead us, direct us, and guide us when we surrender ourselves in those in-between moments and just letting go and saying, all right, God, here we go. We're giving it to you. 
And so that prayer of come Holy Spirit is so powerful uh, for them, but also for us today that it like really does lead us out of the in-between into the newness. Mm-hmm. No, I, and I, I like that. I, I uh, would make the same argument that really throughout scriptures, you see, see moments of, of the Holy Spirit at work, uh, whether we recognize it as that or not, but especially through the gospels. Um, and then for us, we, we have that same, we, we fall into that same trap or that same rut or whatever it is of, oh, I've got to wait for the Holy Spirit to hit me. It's already here. Um, how are we making room to see that, right? Um, one of my favorite things that I think it's Richard Foster uh, talks about it in his prayer book of uh, how arrogant are we to think that we're inviting Jesus into our kitchen when we pray? Already there. We're just making space to see and to be present, right? Uh, Jesus doesn't, the Holy Spirit, God doesn't need an invitation. Uh, we just need to be present. And I, I like that, especially in regards to the Holy Spirit of Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit's already here. <laughs> open my eyes, open my heart. Let me be present enough to go, oh, there it is, and, and see that. I'm reading this really good book on uh, the Holy Spirit by uh, Will Willimon and Stanley Hauerwas, and it's been a really fun read. Like, Because let's be honest, us as Methodists, United Methodists have forgotten what the Holy Spirit is. Mm-hmm which is the saddest thing because we were led by the Holy Spirit. I mean, the Holy Spirit definitely influenced Wesley in a way that perpetuated who we are as a church today. And we've lost that. And I'm hoping to rekindle, like that's one of my right. goals of the series is to rekindle that, but it's been a, re- yeah. I mean, I would, that's definitely a good book to read because it's mm-hmm. Howard Wass and Willimon. So it's like in a whole different level. Um, right. uh, it's not as Pentecostally as you would. Like <laughs> I, I was looking for a book on the Holy Spirit and all I could come up with was Pentecostal books. And then this one right. came across my desk in some way, shape or form. Nice. I don't remember how it was the Holy Spirit. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> here, <laughs> This is a theological podcast. Like we have to be somewhat theological. I mean, I, I got to get a board where we can have a laugh track. Um, <laughs> but but that's maybe that's the thing is is as as you're going through life as we're we're leading into Pentecost, um, or just through the rest of Acts, or out of a pandemic, or whatever it is, right? Where are we where are we grasping onto things that are bringing us comfort and grounding us? But where are we making room to see the Holy Spirit at work? In and for me, I think that's what this first chapter of, of Acts does. So I think I think a good place to land is we want to encourage you to, um, as you, um, I, I would encourage you, if you haven't ever sat down and just read the book of Acts, sit down and just read the book of Acts mm-hmm. as we're making our way through it. And so today there's we work through chapter one. Um, so you don't have a whole lot to read, but there, there's stuff there. And, and like we've kind of highlighted, we've kind of hit the high notes on this today. But, we, you know, I want to encourage you to really sit down with it because it's such a great book. I've sat down and done this with uh, many groups before of, of working through the book of Acts. And what is always discovered there is how um, God works uh, throughout this, this story. Mm-hmm. And so we'll just encourage you to do the same thing with us. And, you know, we want to encourage you also that as it comes closer to time to ordinations and all those fun things of birthdays and all those things, go to our website at beardedtheologians.com and, um, pull out, uh, you know, pick up some things for your friends or family, or, you know, even a gag gift. If you need a gag gift, um, you know, it'd be really good to give your beardless pe- uh, preacher a bearded theologian shirt. I just think that that's a great gag gift. If you ask me, um, or if you've got a preacher that has a big beard, you know, feel free to give them a bearded theologian shirt. Um, 
you know, that's, that's always a good gift to give or coffee mug or whatever, you know, you, you want to, to pick up there at Zazzle. Um, continue looking at our website. We've got some really great content up, man. Like, um, we um, have had some listeners the last few weeks tell us that they've been listening. They've been going back and listening. And, and you know, part of us gets a little scared because, you know, those first, uh, that first year was a little rough, but man, you know, I went back and listened to one um, that was two years old and I just really loved it. And there was some um, really great fruit in it. Um, we just encourage you to go back and listen. Our interviews are amazing. We've had some really great people on over the last five years. It's hard to believe this, that we're halfway, almost halfway through year five. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, you know, last week we actually were together and that was really a cool thing uh, to experience and would encourage you to go look at that video. You're getting two videos this week. Um, and so all that can be found at beardedtheologians.com. And so uh, we want to thank you again for listening and uh, don't forget to check us out at beardedtheologians.com. And for the Bearded Theologians, I'm Matt Franks. I'm Zach Bechtold. Thanks for checking us out. Five, six, seven, eight. First guys, I want you to subscribe and like this video. And put that thumbs, push that thumbs up. Thank you for listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share on all social media outlets. You can check out old episodes and more information at beardedtheologians.com. Thanks for checking us out.